0: This is Unstable Topics.
1: In the darkest corners of the internet, a nameless, formless entity has been growing. No one dares question where it was created or what it wants, but those who have been entranced by its musings chant its blood-curdling name in unison. Horror Movie Night Find Horror Movie Night on your favorite podcasting app or at HMNpodcast.com <laughs> Well
2: I know. It's kind of a sad one. This is our first episode after Christmas.
3: I know. It's my least favorite day of the year. But you know what? I'm keeping a smile on my face because every other year I could be sad on this day. But realizing that we get to talk Christmas at least once a week, every week, all year
2: long, keeps a
3: smile on my face. So I am ready keeps, to do this.
2: It keeps the spirit alive for sure, dude. I... Uh, you know, I was we were getting wild in the last 48 hours of the the holiday on our Instagram page. Um, and I said this on my personal page, but it still stands true. As I was watching over 100 movies this year, I kept count. I watched Ooh. over 100 Christmas related movies. Um, as I was watching all of them, I kept coming back time and time again to Bill Murray's epic speech at the end of Scrooge, and thinking, yeah, yeah, that's what this show is really about. <laughs> like the idea of, you know, it's not, it's not about just celebrating this one day and it's not about, about doing good once a year so that you can like carry that on through the rest of the year. It's about doing it every single day and holding on to the feeling that Christmas gives you and making it become a part of you and changing you. And I was like, fuck yeah, that's what Christmas 365 is about, baby.
3: Exactly. If there's anything I hope to get out from this show to the people, to our listeners, it's that guess what? You can feel this way every single day of your life. Um, it's it's the, we, we go back to the community as well. It's the idea that the coldest, longest nights can be the warmest and the brightest. And they truly can. And honestly, every day of your life can be that way,
2: for sure. <laughs> and I'm glad you brought up the community episode. Not that there was anything wrong in that episode, but I do want to address an elephant in the room for myself that probably only myself understands, which is that um, usually I meticulously edit episodes and take, You know, a chunk of an hour and 15 minutes of content and I whittle it down to a good tight 45 minutes uh, removing silences and ums and ahs or jokes that I didn't think worked. And I had done that with the community episode and just as I was about ready to export it, the entire editing software crashed and I lost the entire edit. And then I said, fuck it, I'm just gonna put the raw audio <laughs> out. Hey, so. hey,
3: and I've heard some feedback from our listeners, and I think the community episode played very well. Hell, it convinced me to rewatch those
2: episodes <laughs> when I listened to it. Yeah, I, I don't think them. <laughs> I don't think it was a bad episode, and I'm probably gonna do the exact same with this episode, but I just want y'all to know. That you know, usually what you are getting is maybe three quarters of what we actually record, and I I make it tight and sound pretty. And uh, I didn't do that for community, and you know we're recording this on Saturday for it to come out on Monday, so that's not going to happen on this one either. But and while, I want on, while while we
3: are on the topic, hold on, hold on to to just a discussion on our community episode. Um, just a correction: We said that Abed's uh, mother came and visited him on the thirteenth. It's actually December 9th when December Abed's 9th. mother would come every every year to visit. Were we him.
2: thinking December thirteenth because in the first episode, that's the day that they keep saying it is when Shirley's insisting it's Christmas. Nope, that was December tenth. I
3: really don't know where we ended up on December thirteenth. <laughs> but you know what? I think I think you said a random number, and I'm like, I don't actually remember. So yeah, that, December thirteenth sounds. About about, right a little peek <laughs> behind the curtains with us guys i didn't say we were the um we were the most accurate podcast but we are the funnest and most
2: merry so i i mean here's the things that i can say about our christmas podcast you know can i say that we're the most passionate probably not there's a lot of great christmas podcasts out there and i wouldn't yes. want to talk ill of any of them can i say that we're Probably the most explicit one. Absolutely. Can I say that we're the one that's doing an episode every single week and not just sticking within our lane of November to December? Hell yeah, we are.
3: Yes, we are. are. I was thinking about that the other day as as a lot of the, the Christmas podcasts I listen to. Uh, one specifically that I always bring up can't wait for Christmas podcast puts a, he puts out an episode every 25th of the month and I'm like, oh my gosh, we're doing one once a week. So I would say, yeah, we might not be the most passionate, but we are the most consistent one out there.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's that's gonna be our calling card. So Dylan, let's dive into it this it's the day after Christmas as you've said already, kind yes. of the worst day of the year in a lot of in a lot of cases. But let's reminisce about, I mean, we could talk about our entire December, but that that would be pure insanity. So what I want to talk yes. about instead is here's the things that we're going to tackle. Okay. Christmas Eve, okay. Christmas Day, and okay. then a recap of things that you watched for the first time this year that you were like, hey, this was awesome. I'm going to do this again in the future.
3: Ooh, ooh! I'm going to... um. I'm going to make a caveat for that. Things I listen to as well, because I honestly, I honestly did not get to watch as much as I wanted to, where you're saying that you kind of watched like about 100 movies. I had, I didn't even watch Christmas Vacation this year until last night. Gotcha. Um, i i I really didn't get a chance to revisit some of the classics and i hate to blame it on this but i honestly blame it on how the school year has gone and honestly by the time i got home from from work i was kind of like you know what i just kind of want to just scroll through my phone and not think about literally
2: anything i mean (laughs) here's the thing and i've said this to you once before but the positive is that we've got a podcast where we're probably going to revisit a lot of those films that you watch every December and who knows May, June, July, some type of random shit.
3: Exactly so- and that's what makes me happy and and honestly in my, my younger years I used to get sad that like oh I didn't fit this in. Same with Halloween. Oh I didn't get to fit it to fit in the entire Halloween franchise until I finally realized dude you own those movies you can watch them any time of year and you can exactly. feel the same way. So exactly. um, yeah, well, things Things that would bum me out in the past they don't they're not really bumming me out this year man i'm keeping a smile on my face let's let's talk man let's talk about right. how our how our
2: Christmases went for so sure. my Christmas, i'm gonna go with my christmas eve first because yeah. mine mine was a little weird uh this year there was a lot of weirdness this year it's weird that 2020 had an uncommon christmas yeah um <laughs> but my my brother normally ever since he moved and started dating this one girl whose family lives, uh, in Gettysburg, um, what the normal trend is, is that he would come home to Gettysburg first. They would spend Christmas Eve in Gettysburg, open the gifts with her family in the morning and then drive and stay with us Christmas night for Christmas dinner. And we would open gifts with them. And then, you know, he would hang out for a couple days and leave just before new year's. Uh, due to a bunch of different things, he still came up, but they did the reverse schedule because of my dad's work schedule where my brother was like, if I come up and I don't get there until Christmas day, I literally won't see our dad the entire trip. So, so he came up the opposite. The problem was that I had already taken off work for the week between Christmas and New Year's. So he didn't see a whole lot of me. Um, but I also started a part-time job working for a church. And shockingly, Christmas Eve is a very busy day for the church. Get right out so, of
3: town. <laughs>
2: yeah, so, so I spent most of my Christmas Eve running back and forth from my house to the church because I was producing uh, three different live stream events. Okay. So that was most of my day. But the big thing that we decided was since he was leaving first thing in the morning, Christmas morning, we were going to open all of our presents on Christmas Eve. And we were going to have a big family dinner. Um, And like by big family dinner, I mean like close family, but a lot of food. So my mom got this like giant ribeye steak that we were just cutting into and having dinner. We had that mashed potatoes, whatever. But we also had to dress in all pajamas. Um, So we all bought matching, well, not matching pajamas, but same color scheme pajamas. Yeah. So we're all sitting there in our matching color scheme pajamas, eating our ribeye steak dinner. And all of a sudden there's a knock on the door. And in walks my Uncle John, who for the last 30 years has dressed up like Santa Claus and visited all of the small children in our family tree um, on Christmas Eve. But he came to our house because my mom tipped him off that we would be in pajamas. And there's a picture that we love of all of us as kids when he visited us on Christmas Eve. So he showed up so we could recreate the photo 20 something years later. Um, and <laughs> it is, I've been just staring at that photo for the last 48 hours. I'm like, this is, this is the memory. That's this the is one. The, that's the Christmas memory. Cause like Christmas day was just kind of like we sat around and watched TV. And then, my dad went to work, yeah, <laughs> and we ate, and we ate, left it like it was kind of a, a. Well, we'll get into it when we get into Christmas Day. Christmas Day took an unexpected turn towards the later half of the day, but for the first, I would say, from like eight a.m. until three p.m., it was like any other just day off from work. Yeah, My how your Christmas Eve? What was your right. Christmas Eve like? So
3: my Christmas season as a whole, I've been uh, tentatively excited about and to to pull the curtain back a little bit. If you know, you know. If you don't, that's okay too. Um, I went through a lot of life changes in 2020, uh more than most people in 2020, even though 2020's kind of sucked for everyone. Um, so I was I was a little nervous going into the holiday season. Um, just new people in my life, new people that I absolutely love and you know what i can honestly say that this christmas was the greatest christmas season that i've had in a, in many years um absolutely incredible and even though it was so laid back um it didn't even though you and i started celebrating christmas back in september um <laughs> i was it was still like oh my god like christmas is tomorrow on christmas eve like like oh my gosh it kind of snuck up and I think that goes back to the point like we weren't able to go out and do the things I normally would during the Christmas season, like events that I would usually attend weren't happening. Parties that I would usually go to weren't happening. So you had to find other ways to kind of enjoy the season. And uh, fast forwarding, I'm getting off on a tangent, uh, but I just wanted to say like I this The Christmas season for me this year was absolutely incredible. And I think the laid-backness added to that. So,
2: go ahead. No, I was going to say, I I kind of agree. So, (sighs) Wizard Behind the Curtain with my life um, is that I currently live with my parents. Uh, Hopefully, by next Christmas, that won't be the case. But I currently live with my parents. And as much as I love and adore them, they are... I will say my whole family tree is maybe leaning more into the mindset that uh, the world is crazy for reacting to COVID the way that they're reacting. I don't agree with that belief, but they may have decided to have like a big gathering the week before Christmas instead of having it on Christmas day, as if that was going to change the chance of hosting (laughs) a super spreader. Um, But what I will say that I did enjoy about that was that, I think that that's going to be the new norm for us is previously it was like Christmas day. My mom's entire family tree rolls in here on Christmas night and it's just chaos until like 11 PM with like little kids running around and just like crazy high energy, having that a week before Christmas and then letting Christmas day be a little bit more quiet and peaceful. <laughs> yeah. um, was was it was like, oh, we could have been doing it like this for years. Yeah. <laughs> so so I, I think that that's I, I think that there I agree with you. Having like kind of a more chill Christmas day was actually really cool. I'm hoping that obviously next year we'll have that perfect storm of chill Christmas day, but just fucking buck wild. December. Yeah,
3: yeah <laughs> like, for sure. For sure. Like um, that's what I
2: want. I want 24 days of chaos And then just a perfect day of just relaxation and enjoyment. Uh,
3: My family is honestly very similar. But to give people an idea of where I live, I live on the eastern shore of Maryland. And the difference in where I live and where most people live is I live in small town, rural America, basically. Like there are very few people around me. Um, So, I mean, it is – it's taken seriously. But the chances of getting it around here are smaller
2: than the chances of somebody in like a larger city. In a in a crazy city. Yeah, yeah, exactly. a, I mean, my big thing right now is like And and yeah, we'll get into it. Why not? Is that, hey, we've got a vaccine that's out there. People are, I'm I'm seeing my Facebook page already flood with all of the people that I know that work at hospitals and retirement homes, getting those shots. And it's like getting me excited. Like, I'm just like, yes, yes. I cannot wait for my opportunity. Uh, Like, I am not one of those people. I think there's not to scare away some of our listeners but i'm absolutely not one of those people that's like i ain't getting no vaccine like i will happily there's very few things that i will happily patriotically jump in line to do and one of them is get a vaccine to protect everybody that i ever interact with yeah so, and I, like, think, I think
3: honestly um as a teacher uh i think regardless of if i wanted to or not i'm definitely gonna be yeah, you kind of have, and, yeah, yeah, kind of kind of having to get it, but but stepping away from that, back to Christmas Eve, um, Christmas, yes, yeah. Christmas Eve, um, base. It was really low key. Honestly, uh, I kind of spent the day hanging out at the house with my cat Vlad the Emperor because I love I, it. yeah, <laughs> because <laughs> basically I knew like Christmas Day he was going to be here all by himself. The day after Christmas today, I, I mean, I'm here with him right now. You might hear him in the background, but he was here mostly by himself. So I wanted to hang out here as much as I possibly could on Christmas Eve. And honestly, I spent the day playing playing video games. I was on GTA Online playing their little uh, Christmas holiday festive, whatever. It's snowing in the city and stuff. And then I um, got contacted by a few friends of the show sean ward of the band of the band cassettes of course um and of of my own little crew spooky squad uh as well as cody ryan brown of studio house fame
2: another our, amazing human being.
3: Yes, for sure. And uh, our buddy Elliot who lives up in Canada. We all hopped don't online. Don't know, don't
2: care. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Elliot standing out because uh he lives in Canada. Uh, but Elliot's a uh, Elliot's a fantastic dude, but um, Honestly, that I wanted to promote the other two because I know what they're doing. But, Elliot, if if ever in a future show you're hearing this and you want to reach out and be like, hey, man, I am in this band or I do this for this company, next time, Elliot, you get brought up, I will... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> promote you. Um but yeah, like we all hopped online and we we're playing this game The Forest, which is like just a survival game where we like you got to like find food and find like sticks and stuff to forage and you're basically living and surviving in this world of cannibals. I mean, it's 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 cool, but what the best part was like I'm like this is how I wanted to spend Christmas Eve with my friends even though I could not physically hang out with my friends. For the people listening to this, you got to understand like uh, Matt and I would usually see these people at Monster Manias or, or at events, events that none, none of them happened this no, year.
2: And, and I all. think that the other thing that's like, I think you and I both fall into a similar category where we are both the most extroverted people and the most introverted people simultaneously. So yeah. it's like we're the social butterfly at a party, but it's also because if we don't stop talking and we realize that there's silence in the room, then we like start to get very self-conscious about it. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Like, so we're used to like every time, like we're used to spending at least one weekend every month or close to it with a giant crowd of people where we are just like center of attention. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, we've been robbed that since about March 13th. Very so- much so. So honestly, I, I, texted a friend of mine.
3: I think it was noon. I was like, hey, um, it's Christmas Eve. Is it too early to crack open a beer? And consensus was, no, it's not too early. So I cracked open a beer. Uh, I sat down and played video games for five or six hours with my friends. And and then I went to my girlfriend's house. We opened one gift and, and it was great. Oh, I, I forgot. I, that morning, we all sh- we went to the Amish market, the local Amish market in town nice. and got these amazing Stuffed pretzels stuffed with sausage, egg, and cheese. Oh, that sounds delightful. So, so good. Uh, we got chocolate-covered gummy bears, which are fire. So, highly recommend. Um, chocolate-covered that. coffee beans and fudge. So, we went to the Amish market and then I came home, played video games, and then it was a low-key night. We watched the Christmas episodes of The Office because it's her favorite show. And, I I mean, I, it's, it's starting to rope me in for sure now. And I love those episodes. Not as much as I love the community ones and not as much as I love the 30 Rock ones, which we'll definitely get into soon. Um, <laughs> just just a hint. Um, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, then we ended the night. Uh, I told her one of my favorite Christmas traditions. Um, and I'm sure I'm not the only one out there. I love basically falling asleep to a christmas story playing in the background I, I put it low key on and i always put it on when i was a kid because like i was that kid who could never fall asleep on christmas so i would just put it on and lay down and eventually i would doze off so i was like Aww. any whatever we do i that's that's what i want to do is i want to put it on right before i'm about to fall asleep i don't care if we turn it off before we go to bed but i want to put it on r- like right when i'm like really getting tired and then that's what I want to watch when we when we wake up and open gifts so
2: it was a really low-key Christmas Eve but it was fucking awesome <laughs> so so speaking about opening gifts let's get into it Oh Mike, yeah did you get a you get a good haul dude yeah for sure for sure honestly <laughs> and I hate that I'm really
3: self-conscious about using that phrase now because in the first episode we did I used it a
2: metric fuck ton <laughs> <laughs> Like, Welcome to podcasting, you'll, figure it out. you'll catch my my terrible one that I don't think anyone notices but me because I have to edit it all the time. Yeah, is I go, well, I will say this and like, yeah. that is my lead into to a new topic. But there's never a need for me. I'm about to say it. I don't know why I have to announce that I will say it because it's <laughs> happening in real time. It's, it's uh, like it's like when you're like question for you. Yeah, what I actually mean is I have an answer locked and loaded yeah. but I need you to, because it would be weird for me to just spout information. Let me ask a question so you can say, I don't know the answer to that. And then I can say, well, I've got some news for you. I literally right before we hit record, my brother sent me a meme that said, is this meme made by you? You can be honest. And yeah. it's two people like having a conversation. And the one person above it says, my family watching a movie And then above the other person says, me dropping fun facts about the personal lives of every cast member. 100%. Oh, my God.
3: That happens every time. Every time I'm watching something, I'm like, fun fact,
2: this. (laughs) I can't help it. I'm just like, my brain isn't filled with important things, but it's filled with lots of trivia questions. Yeah,
3: for sure. Damn it. Ah! Yeah yeah All right so All right. why don't
2: you tell me what
3: you for sure got
2: for Christmas
3: right. this for year? Christmas for Christmas oh my gosh so much um, my parents feed into that horror habit in me um definitely so basically what I love about like what I usually get from my parents is they buy me stuff that they know I would not ever buy myself. I've never like a statue guy or an action figure guy or stuff that displays around my house really, unless it's like a poster or a print or something like that. Um, uh-huh. So like some of the stuff I got from them, I got like this, I got an Ash Williams figure that is done in the style of like the Scooby-Doo characters. Oh, so that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also the same company did one uh, with Sam from trick or treat. So I have both of those. My girlfriend got me a pair of pajama pants that is the original Zelda. She's like, I wasn't sure how into Zelda you were, Um, but I have a a mirror set on my wall that's in the shape of a Triforce. So (laughs) so I was like, Oh, babe, you've nailed it! Like, fuck fuck yes, I'm so into this. Um, A lot of socks. I'm a big sock guy. Like, like playful socks. Like, not regular white socks. I don't want anybody to be like, Dylan loves socks for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I got a pair of Krampus socks that I'm super hype on, even though you
2: hate Krampus. Um, uh, we'll get into it uh, in a future episode. <laughs> I, don't, I don't hate Krampus. <laughs> I, just, I just feel like every time I watch that movie, I think, man, there could be such a better movie. <laughs> there, could, there could be, but um, if any... any Everybody who's listening, please go listen
3: to the Jersey Ghouls podcast. Um, yes, as they discuss, as, as, as we are guests on the show, and Matt gets into his hatred for Krampus.
2: <laughs> I, I hate the mainstream attention that Krampus is suddenly getting, which I feel like is weirdly ironic without being ironic. Yeah, you know, but whatever, whatever. Um, it, that's the most hipster sentence I've ever said on this podcast. Yeah. Continue with your gifts. So. <laughs> i love it
3: uh i get my grandmother bought me an espresso machine which i'm super hype about nice yeah so i gotta figure that out (laughs) um what else i'm sorry i'm like also fighting with my cat real quick but everything's all good
2: it's I Christmas. Mean, listen, whatever. Listen, we'll, we'll find this out sometime in late January, early February. But Dylan's missing on a future episode because his cat decided to flood an entire room in the house. So it's true. Oh, God. Him, Thank, him thankfully, fighting,
3: it's all fixed now.
2: But yeah, him fighting with the cat is probably the safest option for him abandoning the cat.
3: Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> he's, he's basically sitting here like, okay, you've been out all day, but you're home now and not paying attention to me. What's happening? What's going on? So, um, we're good now. He's over there. Yes, stay over <laughs> there. Um, but I also got Corgi socks that my mom got me, but I don't own a Corgi, but she knows that Corgis are my favorite dog. I'm like, if I ever get a dog, it's going to be a Corgi. Um, what else was there? Oh, so this is cool. Our local, I say local, but it's like an hour from me. But again, where I live, nothing is really local. But our comic book shop, Third Eye Comics in Annapolis, Maryland, um, they put together mystery boxes. Uh, oh, nice. So so like $100 worth of merch in a box, you pay $50 bucks and it's kind of a mystery thing. So it was really cool, man. Like I opened it up, there were a couple uh, pops, there were a couple graphic novels in there. Um, it was really cool because it was a gift that I didn't know what was in it and neither did the people giving me the gift. Like it was it was kind of neat that we're all sitting there like, What'd you go, what'd you get? Um bunch of Deadpool comics, uh, and stuff like that. So I mean it's it's all like stuff I I would never buy myself, but I'm super stoked to have. You
2: know what I mean? That's really it's so this I, I can't even remember the full details of it, but there was oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh, you're still there? Okay, I don't know what just happened, but
3: <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully,
2: we're, hopefully we're okay. Um, <laughs> I can't wait for this to go enjoy up. <laughs> enjoy this raw audio, everybody. Uh, so, my, you know what? I'm going to assume that that's like the God saying, "Don't tell this story." Anything else that you? Can oh, get? No.
1: oh no! <laughs>
2: um, yeah. Let's let's. Uh, m-
3: my girlfriend bought me the uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night soundtrack the one that was put out uh, recently that, or the songs that were in the movie, not the score. Um, and she also got me the first childish Gambino record on vinyl camp, oh, which is nice. One of my, yeah. One of my favorite albums of all time that I, for some reason did not own on vinyl. Um, so she got me those. She bought me these amazing like horror lanyards that like span the history of horror. And, and I needed a new lanyard anyway. Are you kidding me? Are you seeing I mean, this
2: right now? I'm, Still hearing you. I don't know what is happening. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> one time we were like, "Now nah, we don't need to record on Garage Fan. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. Um, <laughs> uh,
3: so for <laughs> everybody, like again, everyone listening, it says we lost connection to the server, but we can still hear each other. So
2: I don't it's apologize. still, still recording. We'll find out. I mean, they might never hear this episode. Who knows if if that's the case? I'll just put out what's supposed to be the following week's episode. Oh, but my anyway. God. anyway continue so
3: (laughs) oh god um i got a lot of beard stuff uh like uh, beard maintenance stuff uh from her and my aunt also bought me beard maintenance stuff because for those of you out there with beards if you're not using beard oil or beard balm dude it's an absolute game changer it makes it all soft and smooth and dude your beard could be looking crazy, man. Look in the mirror. Check your beard. Use that stuff, man. Help it out. Also, beard wash. Beard wash is essential to soften up your beard and make it all not gross. The ladies love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: so my year was – so my family started doing this thing a couple of years ago uh, called Elfster. Are you familiar with Elfster at all?
3: Um, it, That's not the thing where you put like a picture of your face on an elf, is it? No, 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 no. Okay. I was gonna uh, say my mom does that too. It's like it's the, called, the, I
2: forget it's what it's called, called. That's called Jib Jab. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Elster, this all I I forget how we first found it, but it um was something that came about when my sister was about to get married. And okay. you know, money was gonna be awkward that year. Yeah. So instead of doing the normal Christmas shopping, we did like a Pollyanna with the family. And Elfster allows you to put together a a list of gifts, and then it will shuffle for you and email you, hey, this is the person who you drew, and here's their gift list. Okay. So we did that for like one or two years. But then we found out that you could still look at each other's Elfster lists, whether you were assigned that person or not. And you could check off if you purchased something so no one else also bought that gift. So now we all just use it so that we know what each other wants for Christmas. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Yeah, it's very convenient. So uh, I am, as I said earlier, planning to move out of my parents pretty soon. So in my mind, it was like, oh, I want to kind of get stuff for the house. But like the flip side is like, I don't know when I'm moving out. I don't know what my house is going to be like. I've got a million and one questions. I don't need a couch right now that I don't have anywhere to put it. So uh, I loaded up on the one thing that is small enough to have in abundance, and that is coffee mugs.
0: Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah...
1: corners of the internet a nameless formless entity has been growing no one dares question where it was created or what it wants but those who have been entranced by its musings chant its blood-cuddling name in unison horror, horror
2: movie night. night
1: find horror movie night on your favorite podcasting app or at hmnpodcast.com
2: yeah
3: oh dude hold on hold on hold on pause i'm so sorry but like i would i'm gonna lose my mind if i forgot if i forgot about this the one of the coolest gifts i got yesterday from taylor was a coffee mug okay it's got Uh the lightsabers of like all the most well-known jedi on it like the lightsaber like handles and then when you put coffee in it the fucking
2: lightsabers come up, dude. That's fucking awesome. Oh my god, Oh, cool. Well, now all my mugs are going to sound like (laughs) jokes. I'm I'm sorry. So, (laughs) so, um, I put a bunch of these coffee mugs on my Elfster list, and I'm going to start with... This one wasn't on my Elfster's list. This was someone else just bought it for me because they're like, you need this mug. And it was a Luke's Diner mug uh, for Gilmore Girls.
3: Nice!
2: Yeah, so happy to have that. But then... My family got me I got two shits Creek uh coffee mugs one that's just a mug from the Rosebud motel and another one that has a picture of Moira on it and it says bebe it's cold outside <laughs> um, but I wanted to get some like horror mugs so I'm looking on like on elfster it's connected to Amazon so you type in like horror mugs and it'll bring up like everything that comes up in that and you just click add to my list yeah. and it'll have like the link. So people just have to click that and it takes it right to the link to buy it. So when I was looking for horror mugs, I saw one that was just a bicycle that said the losers club established in 1980, uh, 1958. And I was like, Oh cool. Like I like the book it. So yeah, I added right. that, I added that to my list, but then there was these weird mugs that have nothing to do with horror movies. And I decided as much as I would love to have a bunch of weird horror and TV show mugs, I really think the mugs that I want are mugs that like a 90 year old woman would have in her kitchen. (laughs) And my brother came through and bought these two mugs that I kind of just threw on my list as a joke, but one is a picture of a gnome and it just says, I heart gnomes. Yes. (laughs) And the other one is a picture of a ferret and it says world's greatest ferret mom, (laughs) Um, which (laughs) immediately has jumped to my favorite mug list. Uh, I got two CDs because, uh, as listeners will figure out very quickly, I am a physical media maniac. Uh, so, the two CDs I got were The Dolly Rots, because I'm awesome. Ooh, and good Dolly Rots are great. I never own yeah. that CD, but I love like three or four of the songs I've heard off of it. And this is another thing that you'll learn about me, listeners. Um, so, I produce a podcast called One hand Thunder. And the reason why I produce that podcast is because I love digging into the back catalogs of one hit wonders and tend to find uh songs that i adore so i got the album the golden age by the band cracker now you might be thinking oh the band that does that song low that i remember from the 90s yes that's not on this album this is the (laughs) this is the follow-up album that actually has my favorite cracker song which was their failed follow-up single i hate my generation which has a fucking fire guitar riff that kicks off the song. Um, and I highly recommend you all check it out. Uh, I got a book about the life of John Candy because for whatever reason, we all found weird ways to deal with the pandemic. For me, yeah. mine was reading about 80s comedy. Uh, and then I got the complete Shit's Creek DVD collection. I got a season of Game of Thrones. So I'm almost done. My like collection of Game of Thrones DVDs. And my brother got me uh, the box set of every episode ever produced of Rocky and Bullwinkle. That's
3: um, awesome.
2: Yeah. And then the last thing, this wasn't on my officer list, but my sister saw it and said she had to buy it for me. And I'm super excited, but I'm not going to open it until I have my own house. Uh, it is four Star Wars puzzles
1: Ooh.
3: Um,
2: to build. Uh, one is a giant landscape that is like all of the movies in one photo. And then the other three are the original movie posters for new hope. Emperor strikes back and return of the Jedi. So yeah. So like, that's kind of one of the things where it's like, I want to actually put those puzzles together, do the, the, you know, this, the puzzle glue and like frame them. So like, I'd rather not do all of that and then have to like move it to another. So
3: definitely that
2: one's going to say, Oh shit. And my mom, a uh, late gift arrival today. Uh my mom bought me a like it's a canvas painting. So yeah. I thought it was a poster at first. It's a canvas painting of Stan Lee's face made up of all of the Marvel characters.
3: That's cool. Uh,
2: yeah. So that I mean that's another one where it's like please put that back in the box and <laughs> I will hang that as soon as I have a wall in which to hang it on. But I don't want it just laying around risking getting damaged in the canvas
3: yeah and uh, honestly you you telling me about your gifts kind of jogs my memory Uh, listeners you're gonna have to understand that uh my memory is garbage specifically short-term wise which is why like (laughs) i went through like my christmas eve and then i was like wait a minute what did i do in the morning (laughs) oh we went to the amish market and it was a great time so so um (laughs) i apologize but but yeah some other stuff um all the 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 DVDs and stuff that you got um i didn't get any DVDs or movies but i did get the game the game cyberpunk 2077 i saw getting...
2: that post right before we recorded yeah, it
3: yeah it's getting a lot of um negative feedback um unfortunately cuz i was super excited for this game and i think everybody was And I think that that might be partially where the negative feedback is coming from. I think so many people had it so hyped up in their
2: heads. And and yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, I think that the internet, here's the thing. I love the internet. I I think that the internet is how you and I have remained friends outside of just seeing each other twice a year. Yeah. Um, And the internet gives us a lot of great things, but I think that the internet can sometimes also be this very toxic place where, creative people who aren't creative get very angry at creative things if they don't go exactly the way that they want it to yeah um and i think that that happens a lot where it's like yeah it's a game there might be bugs yeah they'll fix the bugs in time but like you getting all bitchy about it isn't gonna fix it any faster
3: exactly (laughs) the thing thing in in my mind is like we grew up in a time where if you bought a game and it ran like shit, that sucks. Tough. <laughs> Look, I mean, like yeah. I mean, all right. Wait, I, and now people are getting refunds for it. I mean, I I don't honestly get it. I don't understand. It's- I mean, games have been coming out in this state. For a while now, do I think it's right? No, but I mean, it's going to continue to happen. They're going to put out a patch in January. It's probably going to run perfectly fine once that patch comes out. I want this same exact energy that people are having when Bethesda puts out the new Elder Scrolls game when we finally get that follow-up to Skyrim because those games ran like garbage when they first
2: come out. Yeah, well, but, that's, I mean, <laughs> we're talking about the same group of people. Like, whether you liked... Or disliked the ending of Game of Thrones, putting together a change.org to demand that HBO oh reshoot it. Like, get over it. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> like, yeah.
2: yeah, okay. The ending sucks. All right, that sucked. Move yeah. on. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean- I, and there's nothing I I mean, I hate, and this, look, you and I have definitely been burned by shows whose endings we didn't love, but I hate the idea that it retroactively negates everything that was ever great about the show. Like, yeah. I think that I think that the final episode of Dexter is one of the most God awful things I've ever watched in my entire life. But does that mean that that season one and four aren't like the most incredible like seasons of television I've ever seen? Like that's
3: so funny. You brought that up. So um, I, I know I keep, I keep talking about her, but my girlfriend Taylor is a huge Dexter fan and just finished rerunning the show all the way through. And I had never watched it before, but I, I caught bits and pieces, but I do remember like the full blown backlash that happened when the season finale came out and i was i asked her i was like so is it just as bad as everybody was saying it was cuz i probably'll never watch it and she's like yeah it's just as bad as everyone said it was but i still really like that show i'm like
2: yeah, yeah i mean that's ahead. the thing and i i mean i how i met your mother was such an important show to me when it was airing in that last episode i also thought it was not what I want it, but like I'm still gonna always have great memories of the first like five seasons of that show. So like I don't know. I I I think you can be uh, unsatisfied with an ending and still enjoy the journey that got you there. I Dude, don't understand. Attack ending-
3: of the Clones is one of the most god awful fucking movies I've ever seen. Sorry, not awful. is the most boring fucking movie I've ever seen. <laughs> and guess what? I fucking love Star Wars, and I, yeah. I will continue to. Well, like, I I,
2: forget. I think it was on another GeekScape podcast. I'm pretty sure it was another GeekScape podcast because I listen to a lot of GeekScape podcasts. But, like, someone was talking about how people are bitching that, like, Disney's making all these Star Wars products. And, like, they're like, they've got, like, ten projects. They're going to ruin something. And he's like, here's the thing. I love Star Wars. So if it's bad, I don't have to think about it. But if it's great, it's a beautiful gift to me. So, yeah. like. <laughs> I mean, it's the people that, that hate on remakes. Like, I mean. Yeah. Dude, Yeah, they're not going to bust in your door and take your original copy exactly, of that movie. You exactly, exactly. You can watch it. Any, yeah, all right. Anyway, sorry. We got on a crazy tangent. <laughs> all <of> our soapbox. <laughs> all, all because of cyberpunk. But let's talk about, um, and I'll, I'll go first because mine, like I said, was kind of low key. But let's talk about Christmas Day real quick. Yeah, for sure. Um, like I said, my brother basically got up and left right at eight o'clock. We said our goodbyes and he was off to Gettysburg. Uh, and then I just kind of re like, I had watched every Christmas thing that I needed to watch. So then it was just like, well, let me revisit some of the ones that I love. And then I knocked out a few episodes of some TV shows that we might be talking about in the coming months. Uh, so I could jot down some notes, but, um, at around three o'clock, the plan was that my two sisters were going to come by for leftovers. Yeah. Uh, and then my mom got a call from her brother who had come over the night prior, dressed as Santa Claus. And it was basically just him, his wife and his daughter. And they didn't really have any plans. And my mom was like, well, we've got leftovers come over. So it was just my mom, my sisters, myself, my uncle, his wife and their daughter. And we had, Food and we were kicking back memories. And my uncle is an incredible piano player. Um, he's actually the founder of Philadelphia's like highest rated party band. Um, this band called Chico's Vibe. Go and check them out if you're ever getting married. They're an incredible wedding band. A little expensive, but they're worth every dollar. Um, so he just sat at the piano and just started like tickling the ivories a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and all of a sudden he starts playing the Twelve Days of Christmas. And next thing I know, we are having a giant family sing-along of the 12 Days of Christmas with each one of us taking a different one of the things on the list. Uh, And it was so much fun. That's awesome. And then we dug out the old VCR and we hooked the VCR up to our TV. And I have a box in the basement of all these old home videos from the 90s. Uh, that my grandfather was fil- filmed before he died, so we brought that box up and just started watching these old home videos, and it was just this lovely, like, we were laughing, we were crying, we were having a great time, and then everybody left except for my mom and my little sister and I, and we decided to watch Soul on Disney Plus, and it was... Uh, how was really it? It's, um, it's very good. I would say it's probably in my top five Pixar movies. Nice. Uh, I wasn't, like, My top two Pixar movies, though, are like unmovable right now um, because it's Coco and Onward. And it's not not because they were the most recent movies I watched, but they were the ones where it was like, I get that like, yes, I cry when I watch Up because it's designed to make you cry. Yeah, yeah. And I I cry when I watch Inside Out because it's designed to make you cry. Um, Soul is definitely designed to make you cry, but it didn't make me cry. But like Coco and Up, hit me in like a personal it like brings back a lot of like fond special memories uh, in my past. So it's like that very human connection that I have with it. Yeah. Um. But I, I will say this. Soul is another fantastic example of Pixar's ability to market a movie without telling you anything about that movie. Yeah, so I whatever, have no
3: idea what it's about.
2: Yeah, I was going to say whatever you think Soul is about from the trailers that you watched, um I thought I knew what Brave was about until I actually sat down and watched Brave. Yeah. Uh Pixar I genuinely think is the most brilliant marketing company because they also so many of their trailers are just made up of scenes that aren't actually in the movie. Um, or they'll just be little teasers of like the Toy Story Four stuff. I think of where Toy Story Four was just a series of teasers that were just like fake commercials for toys that had nothing to do with the actual plot line of Toy Story Four. Like yeah. they are very smart with knowing we're Pixar. You're going to go see our movie, so there's no reason that we're going to spoil this movie for you. We're just going to give you a very, very brief synopsis, and then you go in and really enjoy what it what we're trying to say. Uh, but yes, Soul is worth watching. Not exactly going to be. We'll, we'll dive into like things that we're going to watch every December. I'm never going to connect Soul as like a December movie. I'll just remember watching it with my family. Uh, but I think the fact that it was Christmas Day will fade from memory over the years.
3: It, it might. I mean, I have those things that have absolutely nothing to do with Christmas that that make me think of Christmas. One of which um, we've talked about before is 30 Rock. I mean, there's Christmas episodes, but I always watch it around this time of year. I always watch it around Thanksgiving. Like there, There's things that that I did around this time of year in the past that make me think of Christmas now when I do them. One of which we're actually going to get into in a couple weeks, um, the game Bully. I got it for Christmas. There's a level that's about Christmas, and it's something that's stuck with me throughout the years, and it always makes me think of Christmas. South Park. I don't think it's just the snow. That show makes me think of Christmas. I don't know why. Maybe it's because of the overabundance of Christmas episodes like we got one almost every there's, year for
2: a while. There is an un- I did not remember how many Christmas episodes there were. There is an oh, unreasonable man. amount. Um all right, so how about your Christmas day
3: though? Oh, okay. So my Christmas day was again kind of low key. Um woke up in the morning. Um I stayed with Taylor, so we woke up and did Gifts there um, for me and her, and then so every year my mom gives us. It's it's kind of a tradition in a lot of people's houses. Um, the Christmas Eve gift is like a, a Christmas Eve pair of pajamas, like these are the pair of pajamas that you wear the the night before Christmas. And she was like, "Well, since you guys are staying at her house, can you send that night?" She was like, "Can you send me a picture of you guys in your pajamas?" Well, I don't know if anybody remembers the temperature on Christmas Eve, but it was like sixty degrees outside, at least it around was on.
2: Insane! It was insane how hot it, I. I... So, like, yeah, you know, sometimes you have trouble sleeping at Christmas time because you're super excited about Christmas time. I was really struggling to sleep on Christmas Eve because it was I was sweating under all of the winter blankets that I had set for myself because it's freaking winter time and it should be cold.
3: Exactly. So she's like, can you can you send me a picture of you guys in your pajamas? Now, these pajamas are the traditional, like, plaid red and black, like pair of pants and button down shirt um that it was way too hot to be wearing christmas eve night to bed so um i was like hey we're gonna have to send this picture in the morning so what we did was (laughs) we basically woke up got cleaned up put on pajamas (laughs) to take the picture because my mom is super extra so um And there was not good lighting at my girlfriend's house. So, in our pajamas, we drove to my house, which we already had to do because I had to feed the cat. But um, we drove here, took the picture of us in our pajamas and sent it to her, then got ready. And um, my dad always does a big breakfast for Christmas, always cooks a big breakfast Uh, sausage, eggs, bacon, uh, potatoes. I mean, huge breakfast. It's super delicious. Um, So we did breakfast at their house and then did gifts with them. My grandmother comes over on Christmas Eve and stays the night. Um, And once again, like everybody listening, you got to understand, I live in very small town. Like it's everyone was quarantining before this. I don't want anybody to think like, oh, Dylan doesn't care. Um, No, we were like it was very low key. Um, Literally, these are the people that I'm around. Basically.
2: Yeah. And it's I i mean, I don't know. I'll i will just be happy a year from now when we don't have to worry about how to safely have Christmas. We exactly. can just fucking have Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> it, this was like, I was so, it. I was very much like, I'm the same way as you. I take this very seriously. I was content with losing my Christmas or losing my Halloween. I couldn't care less about losing my Thanksgiving, whatever with Easter. This was the one that hurt. this is the one where it's like this sucks (laughs) like uh, there's no there's no two ways about it not being able to just be with like a big crazy christmas party at all this year was torture
3: and that's that's my thing is like my christmases and i'll get back to to this year in a minute but my christmases are usually super low-key it's the month around it like my buddy my buddy jason who runs icon versus icon has a huge christmas party every year didn't have one this year um i usually end up going to uh christmas town at bush gardens that didn't happen this year there's a winter fest in king's dominion that we usually go to that didn't happen this year um honestly like like the our area is a big area for like farmer's markets and bazaars and stuff like that. A lot of them, uh, spoiler alert didn't happen this year. So it's like a lot of these traditions that I'm so used to, to doing over, over the years, um, didn't happen because of that, which is another reason. Like I was kind of worried and I was kind of not in the Christmas spirit until I like sat down and was like, well, dude, what is, what is Christmas actually like some self-reflection?
2: Yeah. Almost. Well, I, I posted a, a, you know, you can do those, like ask me a question thing on Instagram. Um, and my, my uncle asked a question on there. Uh, and he said, what, why do we have Christmas? Um, and I shared the old photo of us as little kids standing around him when he was dressed as Santa. And I said, so we can have memories like this. Uh, and he wrote back exactly. Yeah. That was a, that was a
3: great photo, by the way. Yeah.
2: Like, I think that that's the, that's the real, like for us, it's like, I, I literally was just talking to, um, maybe we'll get him on the podcast in the, in 2021, but we've had his co-host Joe, uh, Joshua from Fright okay. School. Yeah. Um, he did, he never really celebrated Christmas. It was never a big day for him. Uh, but since he couldn't really do anything this year, he took people's suggestions of movies that he absolutely should watch and Christmas specials that he should absolutely watch. And he literally spent 24 straight hours, Christmas, Eve the Christmas day, just having a marathon of it. Nice. Um, and live, like live tweeting about it. And I was talking to him afterwards. He's like, I really, I get it now. I get it now. And I said, I think the problem with me is as a kid, I was all about the Santa Claus stuff, but like, as I've gotten older, I am so much more drawn to like the movies and the specials and the songs about like spending time with family, the love of like the, the loving nature of people at Christmas time. Like I don't get me wrong. I'll get, fucking ballistic when i see santa claus and i'll get super hype but like that's not what the holiday is about for me anymore like if i went the whole year and didn't see santa at christmas time i'd be fine because it's more important for me to see my family
3: yeah and i think like like one of the big things that that was bothering me this year is everybody's struggling financially i mean a hundred percent this the covid has has destroyed a lot of people financially and other issues that I've been going through have not been helping with my finances either. And I felt bad because my dad does, he goes all out for Christmas. If you, if you have mentioned that you wanted something, you're getting it for Christmas. Like, I mean, he is, our piles were always huge growing up and that's been ingrained in me. Like I want to provide that to everyone like not like I want to be able to blow you away with what I'm able to give you for Christmas. I want to make your Christmas memorable if that makes sense like
1: yeah and, for sure
3: and like I was able to do that for one person this year and of course that was Taylor and I wasn't everything turned out fine with everybody else. I was able to get other people things, but one of the things that was bumming me out was I wasn't able to go out go all out like I usually do Christmas wise um, and yeah. give everybody things but it was it, getting back to my Christmas um, last night was was an eye-opening reminder that of what the holidays are really about. So so let me get back to my Christmas. Um, so we had breakfast with my parents and my grandmother. Uh, I took Taylor back to her house so she could have uh, she could spend some time with her family and and have dinner with her family and stuff like that. And then we ended up back at my parents' house and my aunt and uncle had joined us with their daughter. Um, And basically, we're all just sitting around and we're all just talking and laughing and Uh, my niece had gotten this game called uh, what was it called hack and pack and alpaca and and you like put water in it in the alpaca and the goal is to start the timer and put something on the alpaca's back and then stop the timer but if you run out of time the alpaca spits on you (laughs) like so it's it's the silliest shit I've ever seen but I've it has been months since I have laughed as hard as I did last night. Like, I mean, us, we're all just sitting around this table playing this game. And it was a realization that, you know what, dude, like as crazy as things have been, you may not have been able to go all out as, as much as you'd wanted to. But this is what Christmas is all about. Just like spending time with the people you love, um, just feeling the love and giving that love to others. So, I mean, uh, uh, best Christmas. Eva's low-key, but honestly, the best Christmas I've had in a long time, dude. A long time.
2: That's awesome. Um, We are running a little long. So let's dive (laughs) in real quick with uh, things that you... Learn, discovered this year that are definitely going to become part of your your yearly routine. All right, so things that
3: I discovered this year that are going to become part of my yearly routine. Honestly, we discussed it on the very first episode of this podcast. Let it snow, hell it yeah. is definitely going to be something that I squeeze in. Unfortunately, I did want to watch it again before the season was over. Um, I didn't get to, but it is something that I'm going to watch every year. And honestly, as we talked about before, the Christmas isn't really overbearing. So, honestly, it's a movie you could really watch any time of the year and not feel like, oh, I'm not supposed to be watching this if you're one of our listeners and you haven't watched it yet. Check that out. Um, honestly, I think I think Last Christmas might make it in there just because of how bonkers it was.
2: It's insane. I, lo- I love it. It's so crazy. So, um,
3: Joe, if you're listening, sorry, Last Christmas is on there.
2: Yeah, stay tuned, listeners. Some of you may have gotten to witness the live streaming, but for those of you who didn't, we will be dropping that in the feed. Uh, I've already decided it's episode 10. It's gotta be. Why yeah, not? For so sure. Episode 10 is gonna be our last Christmas episode. Definitely.
3: Um a few other things. Uh unfortunately, whenever I, I discover something Christmassy, I like to bring it up on the podcast. So either you you've heard about these things, listeners, or you're going to hear about these things in a future episode. Um one of the things is Hyrule Christmas, a very Hyrule Christmas, which is a Christmas album set in the world of The Legend of Zelda, and it's done with complete sincerity. That's something I'm that is that was instantly added to my playlist, and I'll listen to every year. Um, same uh, uh, in relation to in, in relation to that is a, a video game Christmas, which is put out by Game Chops. And uh, T. Lopez, which is just 8-bit, uh, lo-fi, hip-hop, fused Christmas songs with different video game themes. And I absolutely love it. It's only four tracks long, but I I, lis- I listened to it nonstop this year. Um, what about you, Matt? What are some things that you discovered this year that, that is going to be part of your Christmas traditions
2: from here on out? So, I mean, obviously, that's almost all going to be movie and TV specials. So yeah. let's see. We got uh, John Denver and the Muppets of Christmas together. I never actually watched the special before, but it is charming as fuck. So that's oh, definitely. Gonna I don't think I've around. seen the special either. So, oh, it's it's on YouTube. Um, Netflix dropped a mini series called Dash and Lily. That was really, really charming. It was basically Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, the Christmas edition. Um I don't even know why they did it as a TV series, not a movie, because it was like 10, 20 minute episodes. So it's like, all right, trim it down a little bit and make it a movie. Uh, I mentioned this previously, but I'll be home for Christmas with Jonathan Taylor. Thomas is uh, definitely getting thrown into the regular rotation.
3: That is is a personal favorite that has been part of my traditions for quite a
2: while. Uh, for my friend Marie Maloney, she did a podcast. Uh, she started a new podcast called I Love Trash, and she was kind enough to invite me on the show to watch Princess Switch 2 Switched Again for the second time this year. And <laughs> um, you know what? That song's really charming, and or that movie's really charming, and it introduced a couple Christmas songs into my life that I probably should have already known. So we will get into that on some future episodes. Um, controversially, I was one of the people who really did like Happiest Season. Uh, I know that there is some very split opinions on that movie, but I I was a fan.
3: Yeah, I think we got into, I I, I think we briefly talked about it either on our live episode or the episode with Jersey Ghouls that we did. Um, I liked the movie as a whole. Again, I don't want to get too much into it because I'm assuming we're going to talk about it in a future episode. There will definitely be an
2: episode for sure, yeah. But
3: I liked it but I do have issues with our main
2: characters and I'll leave it for sure. (laughs) sure. Yeah. There's, there's things that are worth diving deeper into. Uh, And then the only other big one, um, my, my friends, Chrissy and Lauren introduced me to an old BBC special uh, called Robbie, the reindeer in hooves of fire, which is from the guys who did Sean, Sean, the sheep. Uh, And it is a very weird claymation special about Rudolph's son, uh, trying to make it as a reindeer, uh, but he gets really annoyed because his opinion is that it's the ultimate job because you only have to work one day and then 363 days of the year, you just chill out uh, and gets really annoyed when he finds out that he has to get in shape and work out all those days of the year oh my God. so that he's strong enough to pull the sleigh. Uh, it's a very bizarre, very British.
3: <laughs> oh, oh, so, so you, you, you bring up British... And I want to give a shout out. This isn't something I discovered this year. I discovered it a couple years ago, but it does not get talked about enough. Um, I discovered it from um, Rebecca McKendry, uh, one of her podcasts. I I don't remember if they were Killer POV still or um, what. What was the new one that they did?
2: Oh, there's. uh, Well, there's not the newest one. There's Shockwaves, and now there's uh, Colors in the Dark. but yes.
3: Um, what was brought up was a British, I don't want to say sci-fi. It's, it's very like Twilight zone but it's not always sci-fi. It's called Inside Number Nine. Um, and the episode that I want to, that I really want to recommend to everybody is called The Devil of Christmas. And it's basically a guy doing a commentary on a 1977 Christmas special that he was a part of. Um, but there are many, many dark twists and turns and I highly recommend it, um, for our mature listeners, honestly, but definitely the devil of Christmas episode of inside number nine. So Matt, you need to watch that too. Cause that is definitely something we need to discuss very, right.
2: very soon. All right. Sounds good. I'm excited for that. And Dylan. You ready for Christmas 2021, baby? Dude, the
3: countdown begins right now. So when it is Saturday, December 26th. We are <laughs> 363 days away from Christmas. And by the time you're hearing this, we will be 361 days away. And I'm so fucking excited.
2: It'll be it'll be a cakewalk. Uh guys. A lot of other Christmas podcasts are wrapping it up right now. We're just getting started. We have such a full back catalog for you guys. We are, I'm, I'm so excited. I can't wait. I hope you stick it out. I hope you keep joining us week after week. I love that so many of you dove into this weird idea just in those first five episodes and i hope that you stick around because we've got so many fun ideas up our sleeves we will be back next monday with more christmas
0: three six five. Listening to the Geekscape Network. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah
1: corners of the internet, a nameless, formless entity has been growing. No one dares question where it was created or what it wants, but those who have been entranced by its musings chant its blood-curdling name in unison.
2: Horror Horror Movie
1: Night! Night. Find Horror Movie Night on your favorite podcasting app or at HMNPodcast.com.